right, lovies, this is Christina from Karma's Eye Psychic. This is our podcast, Universal Spirit, and we're going to get into the paranormal, just like our promise for 2022. Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel and definitely leave comments and definitely ask questions because we're going to be doing a lot of shows with people's uh, experiences. Um, we're going to do some debates. We're going to challenge some things and we're really going to get into, you know, what this paranormal universe really is. So to start off, we have to get down to the definition of what haunted really means like what really is like the dictionary definition and what I come up with you know is a middle school type definition would be like frequented by a ghost or preoccupied with an emotion or memory or idea to be obsessed obsessively disturbed distressed or worried you could be haunted by a fear of something happening um, just a fear of the present, um, the fear even of the past, fear of karma, just being haunted by something that is known or even unknown to you. Um, haunted has been associated with space, um, being in haunted houses and haunted highways or, you know, people being haunted by an addiction or haunted by, you know, their own demons with, that live within them. So our definition of haunted, I would just uh, assume that it's just uh, a preoccupied worry or obsession with the disturbed or distressed. So that's the best definition I can come up with um, at this point in time. Comment and leave questions about that if you happen to have a better, more elaborate uh definition of that so those of you who are familiar with hauntings in general you do know that there are different types of hauntings there's not just one there's different levels of paranormal activity and when we refer to a paranormal activity we're talking about basically you know the non-living still living without a body um these hauntings can be you know um, on a smaller scale of smaller activities until we, we move up to the greater scale of hearing noises and words and things being moved around, ectoplasm, blood, and, you know, poltergeist even. Um, so we're going to get into really quick about the different types of haunting. So the first haunting is basically the most famous one, which is called residual haunting. Um, this is where, you know, you got a stressful, traumatic situation like a murder or, you know, just some type of crime that was committed in a space, usually a house, right, house, hotel, um, whichever, um, and the energy, like, literally is, like, stuck in that spot, the, the anger, the negativity, the rage, all of it is just stuck in that spot, in that space, um, and it still holds a lot of life, um, in that space. Leaning off of the negative, there are positive residual hauntings, okay? There have been occurrences where people have heard pianos playing, singing, children laughing, um, you know, conversations, even just walking into a room being full of love because a couple lived there and they were married and happily in love in that home. And a residual haunting would be that, you know, that place in that space fills you with 
with that energy. So residual hauntings, like I said, are usually the most famous ones where people are saying, you know, every time I go into that house, I get this eerie feeling that someone's watching me or like you just you're you're in the same space of that energy where it it's kind of stuck and we are just constantly passing through it. The next type of haunting we have here is poltergeist activity and poltergeist is a German word which means noisy spirit. So this is the one where you know where you have you know screaming you hear screaming coming out of nowhere you feel an actual presence touching you um, this is where you have physical objects um, being tossed across a room, slid across a room, if not sometimes even seeing like the weather in your home or the, the temperature, I'm sorry, change um, because a poltergeist has a little bit more control and has a little bit more knowledge that they are in fact in you know, a place where they are stuck or they choose to be stuck or the activity, you know, the the paranormal activity is deliberately being placed upon, you know, the living around them. So the entity is more aware um, of your presence and has made its decision to either, you know, mess with you, you know, fuck with you or, you know, just scare you or just sometimes just have fun with you because um, they know now that you are aware of them because they're making it clear that they are aware of you. It has been known that um, poltergeists only show up around certain people. So the poltergeist just doesn't like certain people and has made it, you know, its mission to just haunt that one person in the group. Um, most of the time, poltergeist activity actually stops after, you know, physical beings have left the space. So that has made it more, you know, a scientific, you know, I don't know, like discovery that the, that the entity is aware of you. So that it knows you're leaving, so it just stops messing with you. Um, unlike residual, where that feeling and energy is basically just trapped there regardless. Um, residual would be more like, even if you were to walk into the space and hear the piano playing, it'd be more like the people across the street can hear it as well. It continues in your absence. I'm actually getting chills just talking about it, um, even right now. All right, so we're moving on to the next uh, type of haunting, which we have demonic activity. Okay, so it's kind of like these like, entities never really had like a human form. They're just very, very strong negative entities which are personified as demons who move from place to place. Um, and sometimes they pick a spot for a while um, and they decide to haunt that space or even haunt a person and follow them from where place to place. So you could have a demonic activity where no matter where you go, it seems as though it's just following you. Where it came from is always a mystery. Um, sometimes people are aware of where it could possibly come from and getting rid of that demon seems to be the most difficult part of all. Um, because where we have, you know, um, very demonic rituals, uh, very demonic uh, cultures, and just really d diving into spiritual things that you don't know about opens doors to these demons and they seem to haunt your life, 
you know, and basically your spaces, um, the people around you, and basically um, they get into your mind as well. So demonic activity really is one of the higher up levels that I was talking about that we're going to get to, or, or, that we're getting to, um, that now can not only inhabit a physical space such as a home, it can then start to inhabit your physical body. Um, it's more than just, you know, it's not limited to really anything. Einstein's theory of demons is that the E equals MC square. The energy can be converted into matter uh, and matter into energy. And it's the theory that demons are pure energy entities that they are described, you know, in a few different ways. They could be angelic and be beautiful and manipulate a person. Um, they could look like someone that they think that they know. Um, it turns out later it's an actual demonic force. Uh, it could be horrific. It could be even evil looking at first. Um, and it could be, you know, very obvious. Um, other times it's just black mist or fog or it almost looks like nature. Um, and then it's kind of like you got horrific, evil looking, and it's kind of like it takes on the form of a thing and a person. So you've really got, you know, uh, you've got a very good variety, very twisted images of these demonic uh, hauntings. All right, guys. So the next one we're going to get into is called intelligent interactive activity. This is basically the aura that we live with this is our you know our energy and our emotions that we carry out through life so all of our feelings and all of our you know our objectives and want to's and you know our goals and just like all of our heart energy all of our brain activity uh, even Einstein um, says or proved that when on the instance of dying you lose six ounces of weight and scientists have concluded that this six ounces is actually our you know energy mass leaving our body which puts on an extra six ounces on on the physical body so now that the aura is gone now that our you know energy has left our physical body um now we have the choice to you know be where we would want to be because it's in no it's intelligent energy it's intelligent haunting activity where people believe that this is where when ghosts follow you people that you may know or people who might be haunting you family members friends or you know the the theory of having like unfinished business so if you suddenly you know like you know and your life ends suddenly in a car accident and you were on your way to your son's recital um you would then still have your intelligent activity energy upon death to then be around your son um, because that's the unfinished business that you wanted to, you know, finish. That's your son. You have an emotional, um, energetic connection and also biological connection to your son. So now in death, your energy loses, you know, you lose the six ounces off your physical body. And now you are six ounces of energy haunting your, your, your loved ones or haunting your friends or haunting the places that you were monitoring before, maybe your job, um, or even your business, um, that has been 
thought of as Walt Disney saying that he still is in fact at Disney World, that people do in fact feel his presence there because that is his creation, that is his thing. So uh, he would be considered intelligent, you know, haunting, spiritual, paranormal activity. Then we're going to move on to what we call the shadow people or the shadow creatures. Now, for those of you who are, you know, very well read about paranormal, these are probably probably the most common um, occurrences, especially, you know, when you use the rule of thumb in spirituality in the paranormal. It's kind of like if you think you saw something, you saw something. There really is no question about it. Your eyes really don't play that many tricks on you because of the fact that these shadow energies, you know, they carry um, a metaphysical power. Sometimes they're seen as walking. Sometimes they're running. Sometimes it just could be like a running flash or it could just be an in and out type shadowy, um, just dark you know, force that you just catch on the side of your eye. The metaphysical power really has to do with the fact that there is a energetic presence and also that your physical body can pick it up. Um, your physical body can see it, your physical body can sense it. Your eye, your eyes can sense things just as much as your skin can sense things. Um, it's usually when you're, you know, when your skin senses, it directs the eye in those directions. So the fact that it is giving you enough chills or at least enough physical, you know, um, physical signals in a direction, meaning that there is in fact an object or presence there that your body is being uh, being uh, directed to. So that's what the that's that's the paranormal power that a lot of shadowy figures um, seem to have. Um, they're usually looking like they have hats on, possibly maybe hoods. Some are very tall. Some are very small. Um, some do appear at the same time as other moving objects. However, um, people who are able to spot them to be separate from a physical object, if there's a physical object moving at the same time as the shadowy figure. Um, they have oftentimes been caught on camera with flashes. Um, with even the flash, the shadowy figure still remains to be dark. Um, which is uh, one of the unexplained phenomenons of these shadowy entities of hauntings. The last type of haunting is um, portal ha hauntings, portals. So we believe that there are places where either good or evil spirits come through uh, that connect their world and our world. People believe that these things happen either in graveyards, uh, forests, um, houses actually, basements, um, really anywhere um, where either there had been some type of spiritual rituals. Um, sometimes some people believe that scientifically they could be aligned with, um, you know, uh, activity in the atmosphere and, you know, connections between uh, other planets, um, possibly extraterrestrial activity. Um, and also, I mean, the most traditional um, belief are like sacred burial grounds, um, just where people were buried, um, possibly, you know, that were supposed to be peaceful, then had be gotten disturbed. Um, 
when these things are get disturbed, it seems though it releases a lot of um, activity from the spirit or the energies um, that were there, that were, you know, had intended to keep that space un undisturbed. And then now um, when they are, when you build houses or build businesses or, you know, somehow occupy these portal spaces, um, you are also inviting these energies into either your home or your business or whatever um, that, you know, you are in fact met with a very clear and very, um, very powerful um, energy that is not usually you know here it's coming from a different place it can bring other things it can be sent back um closing these portals has been a very uh difficult thing for most people um, not knowing how um some people not wanting to close them um people just wanting to keep you know keep in contact with these with these energies um comment about that uh what you think about these uh these uh, ideas and these types of hauntings. Um, what has your experience been? You know, what is your, you know, what is your take on this? Do you even believe in any of this? Um, have you had, you know, have you ever been to um, a spiritual portal? Have you ever seen activity there? Have you known of um, curses, you know, supposedly? Uh, I do know in Camden, New Jersey, where I grew up, on the highway 676 there is in fact a native american burial ground which they decided to build a highway over it um i guess to in, not to intentionally disturb it but just really just a lack of respect for the native american you know traditions and spiritual beliefs and just the respect of whoever was buried there possibly i think it was an indian chief um and obviously the 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 you know the grounds um, were very different, you know, centuries ago. Um, however, the highway was built anyway, and it is a bit of a, you know, debate of cars having accidents precisely over that Native American burial ground. Um, it seems to be a common denominator for every accident on that highway where the energy did not want to be disturbed. So it causes people to have accidents every time, you know, I don't know, it's met with um, certain energy or maybe just messy energy or just, you know, I don't know if the energy decides who is going to have an accident, but it is a very accident prone spot um, on highway 676 definitely google that that's something to check out anyway guys thank you guys for listening please throw your two cents in where you feel it is uh necessary i would love to open up a lot of discussions about this i would love to hear about your experiences so uh once again this is christina with karma's eye psychic and universal spirit podcast and i've had a wonderful time talking with you and i will see you in the next episode Bye.